between. I'm not a girl. Wow. <laughs> wow, that was a lot. Thank Woo. you. And welcome to Allegedly Astrology, a podcast for the Four Loco Generation. I'm Elise. I'm Sarah. And I'm Dana. Each week, we'll be breaking down the astrology that happened during some of the biggest scandals and events in history. Sarah, what are we talking about in this episode? So this episode, we'll be talking all about Britney Spears and the Free Britney movement that has regained steam in recent weeks. Um, P.S. to everyone, if you want to learn a little bit more about us, make sure you check out our first episode that's right before this. Yes, it has everything you want to know and more. So obviously, Britney Jean needs no introduction. She's the princess of pop, a true motherfucking icon. And before we dive into the current happenings, Dana, can you tell us Britney's big three and what that says about her? I would love to, Elise. So um, Britney Spears is a Libra rising, a Sagittarius sun, and an Aquarius moon. And here's what that means. As a Libra rising, kind of like Sarah explained in our intro episode. Sarah is also a Libra rising, by the way. Sarah knows all about it. Sup? Uh, Libra risings are accommodating. They are relationship focused. The landscape of their personality is to uh, compromise. And they inherently and intuitively know how to make relationships in their lives work. It's what they they want. They want to... um, you know, they can put their ego in the back seat and say, I see you for who you are. Like if, if there's some sort of disagreement with another person, they, they want to um, smooth the wrinkles. They want it to be peaceful. They are loving and they want to be loved because their ruling planet is Venus. And so that is her chart ruler. So then we move into her Sagittarius sun, which is a nice place for the sun. Um, it's another fire sign, which um, the sun is a ball of fire, um, as you may know. <laughs> And wow, they were confused about the sun. Yeah, just in case, will explain it to you. <laughs> so it's comfortable in fire signs. Um, it, it rules Leo. Sagittarius happens to be a sign that is. Uh, when I think of Sagittarians, one of the first words that comes to my mind is freedom. Uh, they want to get out. They want to explore new frontiers. Like if you know someone who travels a lot, they might have a heavy Sagittarian influence in their chart. Um, Sagittarians are like they want to go over there. They want to see what they haven't seen yet. They want to explore the world and all it has to offer. They want to immerse themselves in another culture. They want to learn a new philosophy and maybe indoctrinate themselves with that until they learn another new philosophy that, you know, that that one speaks to them. Like they are into belief systems, Sagittarius rules religions and Aquarius. Um, similarly, one of the first words, actually the very first word I think of when I hear Aquarian is freedom. They want freedom too. Aquarius um, is opposite Leo. It's focused on the collective. Aquarians are also ruled by Saturn. They want to bring justice. They are the activists of the Zodiac, but they also need to like kind of get out and get free because sometimes like sometimes you're maybe the most free when you're anonymous in a crowd. And sometimes you're the most free when you're in your car going to Starbucks to get a Frappuccino. Like it doesn't really matter that freedom is solo, but they need freedom. Okay. Like just get that straight right now. Aquarians (laughs) need freedom. Sagittarians need freedom and Libras need partnership. So I can only assume that Brittany has had a like this really adds to her complexity, you know, like 
other things that aren't often talked about. Like this made me see Britney in a whole new light when I started reading her birth chart. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, for me, it honestly makes me really sad because I'm very Capricorn and I'm very independent, but also having that Libra rising for me, I feel like you're always at odds with like doing what you want to do, but then you feel bad because you know, like your actions have an effect on other people. So it must be like just a weird tangle of kind of like emotions for her going through all of this. Yeah, I definitely see a lot of more layers to her personality. I know a lot of people associate Britney with like bubblegum pop, but that's not always true. She has a lot of different sides to her, which by the way, what is everyone's favorite side of Britney? I love um, Baby One More Time, Brittany. Truly iconic in my life and in the world, but like that shaped me. I love Slay For You, Brittany, because that snake on the VMAs, honestly, yes. like so many guys got boners from looking at a weird, <laughs> like yellow snake. Yeah, that I was... I got a heart boner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so gross. My favorite Brittany, a little, this is probably a little bit unpopular. Um, I love Crossroads, Brittany. I mean, I know it only got 14% on Rotten Tomatoes, but I just feel like it kind of like was the first glimpse into an essence of her personality, kind of, besides, you know, all of her music and music videos. So, you know, also, P.S. fellow Chicago and Shonda Rhimes wrote Crossroads and she's successful as fuck. So I think she was onto something there. I just want to point that out. I um, concur. Yeah. But speaking of Crossroads, it seems that Brittany is at sort of an IRL Crossroads herself right now. But to understand where she's at today, we've got to take it all the way back to the glorious yet terrifying year. That was 2007. Sarah, what was going on? 2007 for us, we were young fetuses just blacking out in a park, <laughs> about to graduate high school. Running from cops. Spying, smearing off with our fake IDs at 7-Eleven. Hell yeah, those were the times. Um, Britney's year was uh, honestly very different. But before we get into that, we're just going to cite our sources for this, which are Vanity Fair, The Cut, Nylon, and a really great breakdown feminist shared on Instagram. So... 2007 for Britney, real shit show. She was in the middle of a very public divorce and custody battle, and the paparazzi would not get off her ass. All of this stress builds up, and it leads to her very well-documented public breakdown. And I think we all know what you're talking about when you say public breakdown, and obviously it's the head-shaving incident. I mean, no one can forget, um, but, you know, have to give mad props to her attacking the window with an umbrella. Yeah, that umbrella attack was metal as fuck, but I understand the concern of seeing a young, fragile girl beating the shit out of a window. Yes. Um, but now that we're caught up with the happenings from that year... It's a good time to look at her 2007 perfections. Perfections are great to look for in your chart because they're going to tell you what's going on and what planets and houses in your chart are going to be activated that year. So that's where you'll see what areas of your life will be affected most and by what planets. So what did Brittany have? Okay, so for this year, Brittany was having um, a second house year, which has to do with personal finances, personal values, and um, just like really your possessions, like what is mine? It's uh, it's where you decide what is yours and where you make what is yours. And so for Brittany, her second house is Scorpio and Scorpio is ruled by Mars. Therefore, Mars is the Time Lord. Mars is about power, control. It's about your appetite for these two things. It's like, it's like, a, it's, Made out to be sexual, but it's not always sexual. Like, power isn't always sexual. Sometimes power is just fucking bra-ass power. Can we just, like, back up and... What what the fuck is a time lord? Time lord. It sounds a little bit, like, creepy. 
Yeah, like something that like my cousin Tony would talk about in like his discussion of his like Dungeons and da- Dragons. Like <laughs> Tony is 20, 32, I mean. Um, yeah, yeah. Cousin Tony so is a Dungeons grown man. and Dragons. He's a man. Uh, He's man. not a child. Yeah, just yeah. a man. It's pasty-eatery sounding, but it's actually really cool. And like, it's the first thing I look at when someone's like, hey, what's going on in my life right now? Um, or like, can you tell me why this is happening? And I'll say, hey, let me let me see. So I always look at the annual perfections and the Time Lord is the most important planet. That planet is the guide for the year in terms of transit. So like if someone says, so once I figure out the Time Lord, I can look at the transits and see where that planet is in the transits. And then you, I get a lot more information about it because I look at what sign that planet is in. The, like what um, house it's transiting for that person. And uh, you just really like add some richness, like, because otherwise sometimes you're like, oh my God, was it that full moon? And then you see, no, it wasn't. It actually was a, this transit like a week earlier, you know? Um, so that just kind of, does that help a little bit? Yeah, definitely. Okay. So then you have to look at where the Brittany's natal Mars is. And in her natal uh, chart, it's in her 12th house, which has to do with mental health. It's like the realm between this world and like all other dimensions, so to speak. That's why it has to do with mental health, because this is like the dreamland as well. Like people lose themselves in these other realms, you know, like that's why mental health is so kind of um, difficult to really pin down. Right. Because like someone is healthy one day and then maybe the next day they're not. So where did their mind go? Right. Where is my mm. mind? Yeah. Like the that's really thing. interesting. Uh, yeah. Pixies. Yeah. So just to uh, sum it all up, Brittany's in a second house here. The second house has to do with personal finances and personal values. Mars is her time lord. That's power and control. Her natal Mars is in her 12th house. So these are the two activated houses, 2 and 12. 12 is mental health. And um, yeah, so like the activity in her 12th house of mental health and otherworldliness shows, Brittany gets hospitalized due to her mental state and behavior. After this happens, her dad, Jamie, petitions the courts to be a temporary conservator. And FYI, a conservator is someone that's appointed to take care of an incapacitated person's affairs or finances. Every state's different. But in Brittany's case, uh, this encompasses having full legal responsibility for her life. And normally this is done in situations where a person is deemed significantly disabled mentally or physically. So just something to keep in mind. Yeah. And... Brittany and her dad definitely have a situation going on right now. Um, now would be a great time to check out their bi-wheel. Um, a bi-wheel is when you take two people's birth charts and overlap them to see how each person's planets interact with the other person's. So when you do that, you're going to get an idea about the dynamics and themes of their relationship. So what does theirs look like, Dana? Okay, so Brittany and Jamie's bi-wheel is like particularly interesting, I would say. There's a wealth of transits going on here or aspects I should say but I'm just going to name my top three Jamie's Saturn uh is conjunct Britney's ascendant loosely conjunct but it's in her first house um in Libra so Saturn is the planet of restriction her ascendant is her physical body and her personal expression so this aspect indicates a restriction on her physical body and her personal expression um wow. damn yeah and it's also not like we were like oh let's look at this chart and make this story up it's like no we were like oh free britney's trending what do right. our charts look like and then we we're like what the fuck yeah <laughs> it got much darker than we expected not gonna lie truly another one um is that jamie's neptune and libra is exactly conjunct britney saturn within uh like minutes having someone else's neptune conjunct your saturn uh really obliterates your ability to self-govern neptune aspects are often present in relationships where deception and codependence are present Oof. 
Yeah. yeah. They're also aiding in, this can also aid in love when that is sort of tempered, when you have a personal ability, when either when you've worked through these lessons or like you've worked through it all. But I'm not saying this is like a, an exclusively sinister aspect, but it can be. Yeah, because Neptune on the more positive side, it's dreamlike. Um, so the good thing is like, it does feel dreamlike, but the bad thing is, is it's also going to obscure facts. So you're not going to be seeing reality like it really is, which makes sense then where the deception it, like in codependence comes in. Yeah, bingo. So the last um, aspect that I thought was worth noting, especially for this, is that Jamie's Mars is in Scorpio in Britney's second house, which I mean, Mars is the planet of power, like I just said, and uh her personal finances are second house. So that is what that basically indicates. It could also be someone who empowers her to uh, achieve more in her um, career to get, earn more salary. I'm sure all these things are, are true, right? But literally, it's power over someone's personal finances. Wow. There's, there's a ton to unpack in that bywheel. We've got restriction on her physical person. We've got obliterating her self-truth, some facts, and we've got power over finances. So I think that that brings us to the next part of our free Britney timeline, which is that the court ends up granting Jamie Spears, her dad, the temporary conservatorship, which again, a temporary conservatorship semi-common, but, you know, again, this is granted to someone who is allegedly severely incapacitated. But two months after her hospitalization, she has a guest appearance on How I Met Your Mother. And like some people have seen that show, maybe she could have just like stood there. But six months later, she drops a video, she promotes a new album, and she goes on a hugely successful worldwide tour. So this isn't just like, you know, guest starring on like a shitty TV show. We're talking like actual work. And so if she's so unwell, how could she be able to do all this stuff? So as we all know, Britney does not fucking quit. But what could be going on in her chart that's bringing this massive amount of success, but at the same time, all of these restrictions? Okay, so for the perfections this year, it was a third house year, which has to do with Britney's everyday immediate environment. And the third house is ruled by Sagittarius, which is ruled by Jupiter, which makes Jupiter the Time Lord. Um, so then we look at where is Jupiter in her natal chart? And in Britney's natal chart, her natal Jupiter is in the second house um, of personal values and finances. And then we see, okay, where is transiting Jupiter? Since Jupiter will spend a year in each sign. Um the sign that it's in that year when it's your time lord is like really uh, helps you understand what might what themes might come up for you that year, um, including the house that it's transiting for you. So for Brittany that year, transiting Jupiter was in Capricorn and it was transiting her fourth house of home. And so something that I think of uh, or everyone thinks of when they see, you know, Jupiter and Capricorn is that Jupiter is the planet of expansion. Like it's like often associated with luck because whatever uh, it touches, it expands. So like if it touches, you know, maybe your salary, like, oh, you got extra money. If it like transits your first house, like maybe you got really hot that year. Maybe you gained a few pounds, but like you're really having a great time. Like it's it's a jovial planet. But like when Jupiter is in Capricorn, Capricorn is ruled by Saturn and Saturn is the planet, again, of restriction. So it's kind of like the expansion of restriction in all these areas, which just to reiterate is her everyday environment in the third house, her personal finances of the second house, and her home, her physical home and house of the fourth house. Yeah, that's honestly insane. Because just looking at the restrictive nature of these transits, what comes next is pretty crazy. Because this brings us back to 2008. And her dad is back in court 
this time to ask for a permanent conservatorship. And he's doing so because he claims she has early onset dementia. Wasn't she only in her late 20s then? Yeah, it's like very bizarre and definitely seems off. Um, But the courts did not think the way that we're thinking now because they granted it to him. So for the past 12 years... Jamie Spears has been in charge of Britney's daily life, finances, and business decisions, which lines up with everything Dana was just saying in her activated second house of finances, her third house of everyday kind of surroundings and activities, and her fourth house of family and home. Um, All of these are being restricted. She no longer has control of any of these things. But this, I mean... Okay, I'm no doctor, but <laughs> early onset dementia just can refer to anyone under the age of 65. So, like, the fact that we're going all the way to a 27-year-old, um, that's honestly crazy. And, you know, not only all the things we talked about from her temporary conservatorship, but, you know, in the last 12 years, she's been a judge and mentor on The X Factor, and she's sustained a four-year-long Vegas residency, which, you know, both of those things require a decent amount of, like, mental fortitude and physical stamina, which would be extremely hard for someone who is, quote-unquote, incapacitated. Yeah, I don't know how anyone who has dementia can remember the lyrics to their, like, giant catalog of songs. I mean, yeah. truly, like, and if she's so heavily, like, medicated for all these things, like, how could she just be, like, on stage doing all this stuff? So I just think there's some weird stuff going on here, for sure. Yeah, no, it's something for sure is off. Um, But today, she's 38, and she's not allowed to do basically anything without permission, or else she could be put in the care of a mental health facility. And these are things like driving, voting, marrying, getting pregnant, and even leaving her home. So it's, I don't know, I would lose my fucking mind if I like literally had to be like oh can i like go vote can i get married yeah i mean you anti-maskers like don't know shit about what being your freedom being restricted really means yeah tell wait till they tell you what to do with your ovaries then come at me with a fucking mask (laughs) but then last year britney was seen at a fast food restaurant we all know she loves to get a cheeseburger in. Um, So she's there with her boyfriend. And right after she's seen, all of a sudden, she's kind of suddenly whisked away and like hospitalized again for three months. So everyone again is like, literally what is happening? Um, But allegedly, this was because she went without permission. And she was refusing to take her meds. You know, this kind of really sparked the Free Britney movement yet again and just caused a lot more rumors amongst people that something just like is not right here. Yeah, it makes me really sad, to be honest. Um, So this whole incident put Britney back in court. Um, But the good thing about it was, though it was probably a pain in the ass, she did testify that she wants control of her life back. And that leaked, so everyone started freaking out. It also caused a judge to open an investigation into the legality of her conservatorship and the impact it's had on her life. Yeah. And, you know, after that incident, it's really just been like one thing after another. Her former in-house director and photographer, Andrew Gallery, uh, recently read this letter stating that Brittany gave him um, that she's been silenced, is fully capable of functioning on her own, but she's trapped and her mom lynn is out there like liking and commenting on all the free britney posts and people are saying she's even sending coded messages in her instagrams asking for help have you guys seen those yeah it's very absurd like if britney spears shows up wearing a black shirt you know something is amiss because she's always in like 
highlight or yellow all the time. Yeah, like, like florals like and like light pink prints and yeah, stuff. Yeah, she loves like a peasant top, I've noticed. Yeah, she somehow still has access to low-rise pants. <laughs> yes, really. I don't know how. Yeah, she's she's got those. But, you know, I mean, they, they came in style because of her and she's not about to let them go. So proud to her. They're coming back. Yes. So from early, from baby one more time, Back to today, she's rocking those low-rise jeans, but she's also the reason for the free Britney hashtag that's trending. And people are even petitioning the White House for an end to her conservatorship, which like, good Let's get those luck. effective people on, on their face. <laughs> yeah, the White House. That's where I want to go for help right now. Efficiency. <laughs> it's important to note that the free Britney movement is not about whether or not she has a mental illness, but about exposing the general abuse of conservatorships within the legal system and you know, how hard they are to get out of. Even someone as famous as Brian Wilson, who's the genius behind the Beach Boys, he was stuck in a conservatorship for almost 10 years at the hands of an abusive therapist. So it doesn't matter how, you know, famous you are or how much money you have. Like, you know, once you're in a conservatorship, it's a really tricky cycle to get out of. So speaking of the cycle, Sarah, what are the next steps for Brittany? Yes, next steps. Before I get into them, though, I honestly was just thinking, I wonder if even if it doesn't work out for her, if this whole situation will expose the problem of conservatorships, especially if there's a history of them, um, like with Brian Wilson, because Saturn is in Capricorn right now. So it's going to be showing us all the problems we have with like big structures and institutions. So it might, you know, shed some light and maybe they'll end up being some reform in the future. So that's like a fingers crossed moment. Yeah, but that's like- a really good point. I mean, like, you know, we're we're diving into an event that does not have a conclusion here by any means. So, you know, this is something that um, you know, we'll have to keep an eye on, but also throwing it back to her like Aquarius activist, you know, like she wants to help people. So even if this like gets the word out about this, you know, she might be glad for that. Yeah idea uh, that we are all quarantined right now really kind of lets us feel how it feels to be under a conservatorship. We're all kind of under a conservatorship. I mean, hopefully everyone's doing the right things. And therefore, then we kind of get just a taste of what it's like to not be able to do the things that we once, you know, our freedoms that we once knew kind of can just be taken away in a second. Um, And what we're doing is such a limited idea, you know, versus what it's like to actually have your freedoms restricted by the law. Yeah. And like a person who thinks that they have like suggesting that they have your best interest at heart, but they're taking away your agency. Yeah. Yeah. So at least for Brittany, the good news is in this past May, Entertainment Tonight reported that a judge ruled to extend the conservatorship until August 22nd, which is good news because it's just so it could undergo more review. So looking ahead, Dana, is there anything going on in her transits that might give us some hope for like what could happen to her well actually yes um so jupiter is in capricorn again and she's in another third house perfected year so we've this is the full circle full circle for the this theme of her life i'm i'm hoping that it signals the end of the conservatorship but jupiter's her time lord again um jupiter's in capricorn i think that this can everything that was activated before is um, in in a way this theme is reactivated again, and therefore it could be the end of it. It could be just just it being in the news is um it's pretty symbolic, but 
personally, I'm praying that this ends the conservatorship for her because I love Brittany and I want her to be able to have her freedom, which she so deserves because she's given us so much. Hopefully this will end with Brittany being able to get a goddamn frap in peace. Um, if you're interested in staying up to date with this like us, please check out the free Brittany LA account on Instagram. Absolutely. Brittany on Twitter. And it's Brittany bitch, the podcast. Yeah, they're great resources. Um, but again, this has, you know, evolved from a hashtag movement on social media to like major news outlets reporting on this. So, you know, hopefully um, you guys will be able to stay informed. I know we're really rooting for Brittany. Stay strong. Jupiter's in Capricorn. You can do this. Uh, but next week, we're going to be talking about the epic failure that was Firefest. Yes, from the woman who gave us everything to the man who took it all away. <laughs> Billy McFarland. Yeah, we can't, cannot wait to talk about that guy. Um, but in the meantime, follow us on Instagram at Allegedly Astrology for more behind the scenes content and tell us what scandal you want us to dive into next. Yes, and please leave us a five-star review and subscribe on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on. And if you want a chart reading from Dana, you can email her at doubledastrology at gmail.com. Thank hey, you. Bye. Bye. Stronger than yesterday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now is nothing but a mile away. My loneliness ain't well, killing like, me. I love.